speech is produced on the traditional land of the Kaurna people. The South Australian Department for Education would like to acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land and pay our respects to all elders, past, present and emerging. Hello and welcome to Teach, a podcast about teaching and learning in South Australia. I'm Dale Atkinson from the South Australian Department for Education. And I'm Georgia Tyson, Largs Bay School teacher. Now imagine going overseas to study a teaching technique or having a bit of space to write a book or create musical performances for the kids. Well, Public Education Awards winners have gone on to have those kinds of experiences while further developing their careers. Today we're catching up with some previous winners to hear what they're up to now and how the award changed their teaching career and how it could change yours. Joining us today are Kilparan music teacher Lucy Standish, who won the 2019 Community Engagement Award, and Gawler and District College Reception Year One teacher Peter Thompson, who won the 2018 Early Years Teacher Award. Welcome to you both and congratulations on your achievements. Thank you. Thank Thanks you. for having us. Why did you both decide to apply for the Public Education Awards? I applied because I knew we were creating something really special that year and that's why my principal nominated me. So we were doing a big performance, the Music for All project, and had that coming up and so I wrote the application with that in mind of what we were about to create that was seen as something that was going to be really special. I had dreams of going (laughs) to Italy to do um, some training in in the Reggio Emilia approach Um, but I knew that I would never be able to fund it on my own. I was really, I am really, really passionate about community and bridging that gap between home and school and the whole Reggio Emilia approach is about the whole child, the community, the parent, the teacher, all raising and educating the child and I just dreamt of being able to go over and do that. So I thought, well, this is the perfect opportunity for me to be able to actually obtain that. So tell us a little bit about what that experience is like going to Italy and what you learnt from there. Oh, well, it's phenomenal. Firstly, I don't speak any Italian. (laughs) So that was the biggest challenge. Um, So I actually went to the town of Reggio Emilia um, and it's a two-week course where you are immersed in the learning and the schooling over there. There's conferences every day where you hear from parents of kids who go to their schools, you hear um, from community members and how they actually have a part in the child's education. And yeah, you get to visit schools and look at the setup, the wonderful ways that they approach education, which is looking at the whole child. So I was really, really passionate about the community aspect of it. And I took so much of that away and have implemented that into the way I teach now as well. It's an amazing night. I mean, it's uh, it's an incredible time to spend with your family and celebrate you know, mm. the great things that can be done in teaching. Can you just mm. explain a little bit about what the experience of the evening was like for you? Such <laughs> a fun evening. The Public Education Awards really put on a great, a great show. And I think my category was quite late in the night. And so the tension was, you know, <laughs> happening the whole, mm. throughout the whole evening. And I was like, I'm not going to win. I'm not going to win. And then I won and had yeah. to go up and make a speech. And then it was just fantastic. Yeah. We had lots of Kilparan staff come along mm. um, to support me as well. So mm. it made it a really fun night. How about yeah. you, Peter? The whole process actually was really enjoyable from woe to go. Once you put your application in, you don't think you're ever going to be selected. And then um, a couple of months later, there was a little envelope in my pigeonhole and it was like the Willy Wonka's um, golden <laughs> ticket. <laughs> and I remember opening it and seeing you're one of three finalists and you've been invited to the celebration, the awards night. And so again, you go along 
long you think, oh, no, it's not going to be me. You yeah. see the videos of the other people that you're up against. I remember not eating a scrap of food because I was <laughs> <Yeah>. so nervous, <laughs> just staring at my <laughs> meal thinking, oh, my God. Then, yeah, they call your name out and it's a huge celebration. Lots yeah. of staff and friends were there as well from our school and, and then it's just a whirlwind after that. <laughs> I even had Eddie Betts come and yeah. um, tell me that I was the finalist, so that was a pretty special <gasps> moment. Yeah. I saw that. I saw that. How would you say winning the award has changed your teaching journey or what impact has it had? It's changed me as a person forever. It is something that I really could never have dreamt of. It's incredible. As a teacher, as an educator, you know, every single day we're always trying to refine the process and what we do and reflect on our teaching. And I just gained so many skills and so much knowledge about children and how they learn and why they learn the ways that they do. And that really shaped my pedagogy and what I do in my classroom. I could not thank the education awards team more for the opportunity they gave me. Yeah, from the moment that Eddie Betts walked in, that was, you know, really exciting for my whole school and Kilparan, the students still remind me of that moment. But after being a winner, it's really shown the music education that we are um, doing really amazing things at Kilparan um, with our music and partnered with SASFI as well. And with connecting the dots in music, we're really innovative in our field and people are recognising that. Music Aviva in schools has also approached me and my colleague at SASFI, Lily Gower, to run some professional learning for them on diverse needs and just making a difference with um, Kilparan students who have multiple disabilities, deaf and hard and hearing, vision impairments, sensory needs. We need to make sure that everyone is Getting a having an accessible music curriculum. Now, before we came on uh, on air, you were talking to us a little bit about performance that you had a couple of weeks ago. Can you just explain a little bit about how that works and how that reaches out into the community? Yeah, so we've just put on our second Music for All project, and this time it was called The Nest. The first one was Fancy Pants. We were lucky to have Connecting the Dots in Music, um, Emily Gann, Um, is the project manager. She's a friend of mine and has contacted me again and said, look, we've got to do this. So we've been working on it for a couple of years. COVID's got in the way, but uh, we were lucky that Tia Martin, who also works for Connecting the Dots in Music, she was our lead teaching artist and she was able to get some grant money from Carkley, which made it possible for us to put it on. And so last week we had musicians in our school that were teaching artists and we all created the music with our teaching artists. They got to know our students. They got to know our students' ways of communicating because most of our students at our school use alternative communication. So that was a fantastic week. We created the music and then we put on a big performance at the end of the week. Sounds amazing. Incredible. Lucy, you were also planning on heading overseas before COVID disrupted the plans. What did you hope to use the funds for? I had planned to go to Helsinki to the International Music Education Conference uh, where I was going to speak about the project that we did, the Music for All project. And, yeah, that didn't happen. So I'm really interested to see what they do in Helsinki because there was a special education music centre there that seemed really interesting and very similar to students at Kilparan as well. So maybe that's something that I might do. I'm just waiting to see how travel goes for a bit. <laughs> There's a lot of opportunities. So that's, you know, it's something yeah. that's pretty exciting. Now, Peter, you focused on writing a book called Settle Petal. 
to help children manage and reduce their anxiety. Mm-hmm. Um, why was that an area you wanted to write about? I'm really passionate about children's well-being, and I think as a reception year one teacher, I I see a lot of anxiety in kids, especially starting school, and you know a lot of separation anxiety from mum and dad. And I'm really passionate about getting the well-being intact of the child before delving into the curriculum. Um, you know, I love that saying that no child can learn unless they're in that state of relaxed alertness. And so when I was looking for resources, there are so many amazing well-being resources out there, but nothing that I could find that specifically targeted anxiety and I suffered terribly with anxiety as a child and sometimes I knew why sometimes I didn't know why it was just a feeling and and I wanted to create a resource that opened up that discussion with kids um, and also with families so I created a teacher resource I'm really lucky when I when I met my partner his family are also in education and his beautiful sister um, my sister-in-law Emma Thompson she's also a reception teacher at Salisbury Park primary um, and she's an artist as well and so (laughs) I said hey I've got this this book that I've written and I need an illustrator so she um she said she would love to do that so we collaborated and we we came up with um settle pedal so it's designed as a teacher resource it comes with a resource pack of activities for teachers but it's also really important for parents as well it's a great resource for parents to have a discussion with their kids and open up those lines of communication Um, and at the back of the book there's a whole heap of um talking points and discussion points points that you can do as a classroom teacher or you can do as a parent. And what was the book writing process like while working as a teacher? I mean, as as you all know, <laughs> teaching, mm. the, the list never, ever ends. There's always something to do. But I actually found it therapy for myself. Go home after a long day at work and I think about the kids and what could I have done differently and how could I have supported them more. Um, and then I would just sort of delve into, you know, a couple of hours night here or there and, and write the book. And I found that really helped me shape the story. Storyline, So the process was phenomenal. I think one of the things that kind of stood out about one of the things you said a bit earlier was around it took someone else to nominate you to feel like mm. you could then go and apply for the awards. And I think that is something that characterizes a lot of teachers, which is a natural inherent modesty about the work they do. Mm. Um, yeah. So what advice would you give to anyone who's either considering nominating or considering nominating someone else? Yeah. Look, none of us think we're special. <laughs> we don't think that we do anything special from day to day, but Every single teacher is, you know, a miracle worker. The things that we do every day change the lives or impact the lives of kids, you know, constantly. And I would just say if you can nominate yourself, go for it. If you've got something to share, whether it's big or small, absolutely throw your hat in the ring and have a go. You know, this has been a life-changing experience for me and I've never considered myself lucky. I've never won a a meat tray in my life. (laughs) I didn't think there was any chance that I would would be a contender, but, you know, it doesn't come down to odds and a raffle. It's putting what you do onto paper and sharing the, the things that you do in your classroom or in your school community and, you know, having a go. So absolutely, if you've got something to share, go for it. Yeah, and I was lucky enough to be a judge last year and I was really, like, it's just so exciting to to read about what other people are doing mm. and you're doing something special at your school, you know, give it a go. And what's next for you both? 
teaching <laughs> 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 I've got 26 well, little people report um, writing <laughs> report writing yeah all of that um, more books are on the on the horizon for me I want to do a series of well-being books and the beautiful thing about being in a classroom is you can see the need for things and so I'm getting my inspiration from that that's kind of the next direction for me I'm also re- incredibly passionate about literacy mm. um, literacy in the early years so I would really like to get into doing some mentoring around explicit instruction after just finishing our Music for All project last week, just looking towards how we're going to create another one, version three. We're all excited from last week at school. We've got to get our minds together and create <laughs> something new again. Lucy, when you first did Music for All, were you imagining that you would go on to do a second and a third or were you just... Not at all, you were no, just, yeah. no, yeah. I think before leading up to it, there was so much work involved creating it and working out the model of how it was going to work. Now we've got the model sorted. We know how it works. We know how we could do the second one. We tweaked it here and there as well. Yeah, we're hoping that other schools will also see what we've done and then they'll continue and create something like what we did last week. And I think that's the great thing about the Public Education Awards is that it's a wonderful recognition of um, some personal achievements, but it also provides a real beacon to other schools, other yeah. teachers, uh, yep. leaders on really great practice out there. And yep. um, it's incredibly, incredibly motivating. So yep. um, mm. I'd like to thank you both, Lucy and Peter, for joining us today. <laughs> thank um, you. It was wonderful to hear your story. And thanks to everyone for listening. You still have some time to apply for the awards for yourself or on behalf of a colleague. Catch you next time on Teach. Teach.